uh, <clears throat> Alabama. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. All right. Hey, y'all, be sure to catch Exploding Head Movies Mondays at 7 at CITR. <laughs> and I was going to do the FM, but... All right. Take two. All right. <laughs> hey, y'all, make sure to catch... <laughs> All right, I got to make it convincing. <laughs> Hi, y'all. What y'all doing tonight? The warmth of your love's like the warmth of the sun And this will be a year Took a long time to come Don't let go of my hand now the darkness is done And this will be all year Took a long time to come And I won't forget The way you held me up when I was down And I won't forget The way you said Darling, I love you You gave me faith to go on Now we're here And we've only just begun And this will be all year Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day, and a very pleasant good evening to you, wherever you may be. It's time for Exploding Head Movies. This is your cinematically inspired program found here on Vancouver's driven campus community radio station, CITR, your voice of the University of British Columbia, 101.9 FM. We broadcast at an average of 1,800 watts from the traditional, ancestral, and unceded Musqueam territory from the student nest on campus, where the lower levels are filled with posters for folks to purchase to then line on their walls. 
Our signal takes us throughout the Lower Mainland and the Hunkamini-speaking Coast Salish peoples from Lions Bay to Bellingham, Washington, West Pass Point Grand, and dipping south across the Salish Sea. To all the ships and creatures in the water, for our friends over at CFUV representing the University of Victoria are overlapping, because guess what? We do share the same frequency. CITR signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley, though CIVL on 11.7 cuts pretty close on the dial. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space. As long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground. From where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telus Optic subscribers can tune into CITR on their television sets. Just point your clicker at Chevin. Channel 7023. At least that is the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and ever else the internet takes you, find us on the web, www.citr.ca. There you will see what this show is all about. Various episodes, at least easily accessible going back 10 years, and then scatterings of other ones going back to 2008. Because, yes, track listings and downloads are available, and this episode will be the same once the live broadcast is done. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. You can also find us on Spotify, iHeart, Deezer, Geosave, and Stitcher, Spreaker, and various other services. It's always hard to list them all. Spreaker, believe it or not, is the source of all that, so that's your direct action there. But you use whatever you're comfortable with using. Fine by me. Those are available for the times. You can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless. Or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak, and I'll be your chauffeur for the next two hours, so throw the goods in the trunk and let's get out of here. You should receive your complimentary newly regulatory limousine in conjunction with the broadcast of this episode. If not, well, I guess the size of your driveway or the garage is kind of small. So maybe put an extension on that mansion of yours, please. Thanks. That's just easy paperwork that you can file with your municipal government. Phone number for the station for those who are listening live is 604-822-2487 in T9. You can spell UBC. C-I-T-R after the area code. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point, since this is a single-person operation. Long calls disrupt playing for the complete audience. At the same time, too, you have to give ample time for me to remember how the phone works, because it's not like I can pick up something. Even though we actually do have a handset somewhere floating around. But nothing's tied in together there. That story may change later on as the technical assessment's underway at the station, but for now, that is the real deal. You can email anytime Radio Free GAC, that's G-A-K, at the end at gmail.com. You can find us on various social media. We'll highlight Mastodon because they are not actively considering blocking us based on whatever news we provide. But on Mastodon, it's on the server mass.to. The username is 100 air spell out the number and air as though you're a millionaire but thusly 0.1% of one 
We started off with Novi Split, covering the zombies off of originally a 2016 single, but appearing on a 2021 compilation called The Covers Anthology. That was This Will Be Our Year. Novi Split is the alias of San Pedro, California's David Jerkovich. And he actually took the name of the idea of a potential rampant protest of Croats in the Golden State, running to municipal government and coming up with the idea of with a new split, referring to a town in Croatia. Much in the same way, other cities that appeared by colonizers and settlers to take the names of previous towns that everyone's familiar with. Believe it or not, the zombies are still active after all these decades, still with two original members going back over 60 years. And in the background, this is another act from California. This is BV Dub off of 2023's Slowly Shifting Lakes. This is the Geometries of Water. As you can imagine, BV Dub refers to the initials of Brock Van Way from San Francisco. That's where he was based, and it was part of the deep house and ambient scene in the Bay Area, but he got disillusioned with the scene, moved to Shaoqing in China, where he got back into things and still making music. So yes, it still feels like 2024 still needs to be properly introduced. Last week we just basically did a 2023 kind of year in review episode, so it's time, at least for shamanic purposes, to introduce the year properly since still feels like the vestiges of the old year are lingering, so hopefully this gives us a proper chance to shake things off and start anew. Although we do have to commemorate some recent departures from our mortal coil here in the profile this week will be Martin Small's score. It's a 1978 film, The Driver, and that's in honor of the actor Ryan O'Neill. He's a complicated actor, even more complicated individual, but... Uh, the Driver is a tight 70s action movie that's inspired a lot of folks. At the time, it wasn't recognized as such, but it's picked up a solid reputation over the years. Otherwise, some Emmys were handed out last week, and thankfully those were all the music-related ones, because uh, the 75th Annual Prime Time Emmy Awards are being handed out right now. So... I'm not going to be able to react quick enough. I'll try to scan quickly on what's happening on the news to see if there's anything worth relaying. But at least when it comes to music, all the categories, the awards were handed out last Sunday. So I'll try to recap what I can here. But from Ryan O'Neill, sadly we have to segue to the loss of another Ryan. And I'll tell you, 2024 has already included a few other close-to-me deaths. But when it comes to the closest, it's Mr. Ryan Faulkner. Went to high school together in Thunder Bay. Met via art class. And after I left town, we kept up regular correspondence. Since we had a lot of similar interests. Musical, cinematic. He had a radio show on Lake University CILU 102.7 for a few years. And, uh, yeah, we actually corresponded through email. We actually had some shared blogs with other folks as well. So for posts. And... Yeah, the family's had it rough because uh, his mother passed away just over six months ago. So it's a bit of sh- sh- we're dealing still with the initial loss. And uh, over the past couple of weeks, sudden things struck, deteriorated, and that was that. So 
some of the songs that we'll play in this first set are favorites of his. And uh, down the road, once I have some time to process things properly, I'll prep a proper tribute for him. Likely after the Oscars, before the celebration of life that's scheduled. One thing I will note was that he was an active list maker of his top songs, artists, films, actors, painters, wrestling matches, wrestlers, enthusiastic in all that. So it's been heartening to reread some of his stuff, found what he liked, and listening all over again. So we'll start off with the Vancouver act, the Be Good Tanyas. At the time, it was Samantha Parton, Jolly Holland, or Jolie Holland, and Frazee Ford, though Holland was later replaced by Trish Klein. Debut album is 2000's Blue Horse, which they self-released, but Network picked up the distribution rights in 2001. Off of Blue Horse, here are the Be Good Tanyas with the littlest birds. We'll follow up with some other little creatures of sorts, but yes, you're now listening to Exploding Head Movies, broadcasting live for the realms of Studio A, that radio station that does play the prettiest songs. This is CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Well, I feel like an old hobo on sad, on summer blue, I was fair as a summer day. Now the summer days are through, you pass through places, and places pass through you, but you carry them with you on the soles of your traveling shoes. Well, I love you so dearly, I love you so clearly, I wake you up in the morning so early just to tell you I got the wandering blues, I got the wandering blues, and I'm gonna quit these rambling ways one of these days soon.
Please calm down, then we'll have fun and fool around. One, a two, a one, two, ready, go! I say, hey there, little insect, don't scare me so. Don't land on me, baby, and bite me low. I say, hey there, little insect. Calm down, then we'll have fun and fool around. I say, hey there, little praying manners. I have what to play. Each time on my arm you landed, makes me faint. I say, hey there, little insect, please calm down. That we'll have fun at Fool Rouse. Play catch and stuff. Oh, now I don't want to worry there, insect. I don't want to fight.
Going back to 1976, Jonathan Richmond, along with the Modern Lovers, off their self-titled album, we heard Hey There, Little Insect. Before that, we heard the Good Tanyos with the Lilith Birds off of 2000's Blue Horse, two songs that were favorites of the late Ryan Faulkner. Ryan died on January 11th this year, the same age as me, which not a surprise since we went to high school together at the 47. And uh, as I try to bravely talk through these words, it's still super raw to me. So as I mentioned, I'll make an episode more specifically tied to him as all the feels are dealt with. Uh, Celebration of Life is set for later in spring the summer, so I'll head back to Thunder Bay for that. And then, yeah, take care of things there. So miss you, Ryan. Hopefully we'll dig up more songs of yours. And as a spoiler alert, we do have a song coming up later tied to the Emmys that was one of his favorites as well. But let's get something behind me here. Just allow for a little bit of a tonal shift, even though we do have to commemorate some other lives here. It's Quincy Jones. Off of 1973's You've Got It, Bad Girl. It's known as the street beater, but it's also the theme to the 1973 sitcom Sanford and Son. It's a long-running sitcom of the time, inspired by the British series Steptoe and Son, featuring Red Fox and Damond Wilson as junk dealers working on quick, rich schemes. Ran for six seasons, and it was one of the many shows produced by Norman Lear. He died on December 5th last year at the age of 101 cardiac arrest along with being a producer he was a screenwriter he worked on over a hundred shows it is impossible to list them all I think the key one to bring up is all in the family and then various spin-offs like the Jeffersons good times and uh, we'll listen to one from the first spin-off Ma in the family featuring B Arthur and that's Maud it also ran for six seasons about outspoken liberal middle-aged woman in suburban New York. The song is sung by Donnie Hathaway. And it has some strong pedigree because it features the work of Alan and Marilyn Bergman, who worked on many a TV show, film score, and Broadway musical. So we're going to have a quick little set here of three TV themes, sadly tied to people who also passed away. And... Uh, you can find this on one of the compilations associated with television's greatest hits. This will be Volume 3. Here's Donny Hathaway with And Then There's Maud. And we'll hop around in time going back into the 60s and then into the 90s. And then 
enterprise and anything but tranquilizer. Right on, on. Alright, rifling through three television themes. There we start off with, and then there's Maud, the theme to the 1970s sitcom Maud, and then there's Donnie Hathaway singing. Then go back to the 1960s, we heard Mason Williams and Nancy Ames with the theme to the Smothers Brothers Comedy Hour, found on television's Greatest Hits, Volume 2. The Smothers Brothers were Tom and Dick known for their folk satires beforehand, but after various guest appearances on talk shows and other variety shows, they got their own comedy series. And it was a brazen thing. Just think late 60s. Most of the time, all the networks had comedy acts that didn't really talk about current events, just very isolated things. So the Smothers Brothers hopped on, became very political, protesting the Vietnam War, having a little bit more countercultural acts. Of course, it meant that CBS freaked out and canceled them, but the Smothers Brothers kept up their work. Some of us might remember them from later shows and then for commercials for, like, Nabisco Shredded Wheat. Tom Smothers was also known as a the Yo-Yo Man. So, making videos of tricks that you could do with yo-yos. But he still remained very politically outspoken. And Tom passed away on Boxing Day from stage 2 lung cancer at the age of 86. And then we closed with Lynn F. Cowell's theme from the 1990s series Homicide, Life on the Streets. Created by David Simon before The Wire. And uh, Cowell, graduate from Peabody 
Conservatory, where she had access to a Moog synthesizer. Uh, Bob Moog, basically, taught. And Homicide Life on the Street had a strong, solid cast. And as Detective Frank Pembleton, it had Andre Brower, you might better know, as Captain Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Alas, Brower died on December 11th last year at the age of 61 from lung cancer. And uh, for a lot of folks, no one has actually seen Homicide in quite some time because it never was really syndicated. And it had some complicated musical rights based on the music that they picked during it, but it looks like it's finally coming to streaming. And in the past, it won two Emmys during, or actually... Andre Brower won two Emmys in his lifetime, which ties to what's in the background here and looping poorly. This is Leo Bierenberg and Zach Robinson from their score to the Emmy-winning Weird, the Al Yankovic story. This is In Memoriam, directed by Eric Apple with Daniel Radcliffe as Mr. Al Yankovic. We did a profile in the past in Exploding Emmys episode 626 from November 2022. And it won an Emmy for Outstanding Music Composition for Limited or Anthology Series, Movie, or Special with a dramatic score. So, believe it or not, Weird Al is halfway to becoming an EGOT since he's already had Grammys. He has his first Emmy, so he's got to work on the Oscars and the Tonys. So, yeah, some handy Emmys are being handed out right now. I will try to cover what's going on, so hopefully you're watching this on yourself. I'll do my best, maybe in the next segment, to do it. But uh, let's get into some more musical Emmy winners here on Exploding Hit Movies. And for outstanding original main theme, or main title theme music, it's Danny Elfman for the Addams Family spinoff with Tim Burton called Wednesday. Season 2 is starting to film, since there's a writer just an actor strike, so I'm not sure if 2024 we'll see the second season. Maybe 2025. We'll see. Uh, we will not get into Alfman's current uh, legal situation, since he's faking, facing accusations of sexual abuse, but let's get into the music, and Alfman's worked with Tim Burton extensively. So here's the Emmy-winning theme to Wednesday. Interested in making radio? How about hosting your own show? 
At CITR, you can make your radio dreams come true by joining a collective. From news, art, sports, to gender empowerment, accessibility, music, and the BIPOC collective, there's definitely something for everyone. Explore new worlds both virtually and at our station, and be prepared to have a blast with some new pals. For more information or to join, please visit citr.ca slash get involved. John Powell, we heard the audition, but behind me, this is Parkinson's Yeah. Both from the soundtrack to Still, a Michael J. Fox movie is directed by Davis Guggenheim, but the Edmonton-born, Burnaby-raised actor who's fighting Parkinson's disease. Still won the Emmy for Outstanding Music Composition for a Documentary Series or Special, Original Dramatic Score, also Outstanding Documentary or Nonfiction Special, Outstanding Directing for a Documentary and Nonfiction Program for Guggenheim. Outstanding Picture Editing for a Nonfiction Program. It was nominated for three others. And it also picked up five Critics' Choice Documentary Awards. And that was another award ceremony that happened yesterday. 
More Emmys are underway, and I'll basically tell you that not really a surprise. Succession's picked up some stuff along with Beef, The Bear, White Lotus, which we'll talk about shortly as another little spoiler alert. But yeah, keeping track of everything that's happening right now. It just seems like who's wearing what? Who's interrupting the show? Yeah, I don't need to get into that level of detail. Another Emmy was handed out, and this was last Sunday for Outstanding Music Direction. And that was for the PBS special Library of Congress, Gershwin Prize for Popular Song and Tribute of Joni Mitchell. Music director for that special was Greg Billingaines, a famous session keyboardist. He's worked with acts like Michael Jackson during the Imperial era associated with the album Thriller. Toto, for which he's been an on-off member, and then Stevie Wonder, who I think was the one who discovered in Donald Fagan, Steely Dan, George Harrison, Donna Summer, Al Jarreau, Paul McCartney, and that's just naming only a bit of his multi-decade affair. Joni Mitchell, another favorite of the late Ryan Faulkner here. And uh, the original version of this song appears on the 1970 album Ladies of the Canyon, although I'm going to dig up a bits that appeared on the Joni Mitchell archives of Volume 2 featuring a reprise years of 1968 to 1971 with an early in-concert performance at the Paris Theatre in London, England in October 1970 of a song that's become one of her biggest hits. Here's Joni Mitchell with a live version of Big Yellow Taxi. Don't it always seem to go? 
Sprouts is a 100% volunteer and student-run organization at UBC. Through the many initiatives, Sprouts aims to make healthy, affordable, and sustainably produced food accessible to everyone on campus. Sprouts is based out of Sprouts Cafe in the basement of the Life Building. With rising food insecurity on campus, they've dedicated practices to making high-quality food and produce available to all through the cafe, community fridge, produce market, and free meal distribution. Learn more about these many initiatives and volunteer opportunities on Instagram at UBC Sprouts.
Crystal Ball, Tapio Devere. And uh, we heard a collaboration he did with Kim Neumdorf. And the piece we heard was La Cerro Putanesca Una. In the background, this is just Tapio Devere with Let's Fun. Both from the soundtrack to one of the episodes of season two of The White Lotus. Mike White's HBO satire about rich tourists being miserable in fantastic places. Season two was set in Sicily, and at least musically, it has won two Emmys. And that's Cristobal Tapia de Vere for Outstanding Music Composition for a Series, original dramatic score, specifically for the episode called In the Sandbox, which is where these two pieces are from. Otherwise, won an Emmy for Outstanding Music Supervision for the third episode, Bull Elephants. As Gabe Hilfer did the music supervision, he selected songs by Pink Martini, Rosaya Balistreri, Omar Korshid, Umberto Bindi, and Miss Keta, amongst others. Tampi Devere, originally from Chile, is but based in Montreal, wrote the theme song, which won an Emmy either a year or two ago now, because everything with the Emmy's schedule has changed. Otherwise, Nurendorf, a Berliner now based in Quebec, season T three of The White Lotus is going to be set in Thailand. We'll see if it comes out later this year in 2025. And if you want news, Jennifer Coolidge won Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series for her appearance in The White Lotus. She was in season one. They have to have her in season three. So we'll see how that goes. And since we were talking about EGOTs before, just announced we have a new EGOT since Elton John won one for his special based on his farewell performance at Dodger Stadium. Otherwise, as musical enemies go, one thing I did not get a chance to share with you is the outstanding original music and lyrics by Ed Sheeran, Foy Vance, and Max Martin for the song A Beautiful Game from the Season 3 episode of Ted Lasso, So Long, Farewell. That's off Wiederson to them. So, Emmys are going to be, continue to be handed out. I'll see if anything else jumps at me in the midst of this show. But it'll be tricky. Anyways, let's talk about some of the music that I did not share last week as part of 2023, since new music for 2024 is starting to trickle out. And another spoiler alert, we do actually have some 2024 songs in the cards here, but... Uh, it felt like, since we're still talking about a new year, these two songs are appropriate. Otherwise, they will not be played in any sane fashion for a while here. So, Kurt Vile put out an extended EP back in November called Back to Moon Beach. If you can call it EP, that's 52 minutes long. Just an extended player. But in contrast to the regular length music he puts out, it is shorter. Back to Moon Beach features songs that have lingered around since 2019, and uh, some of them do feature the late guitarist Rob Loxo, who passed away last year. Here is Kurt Vile, off of Back to Moon Beach. This will be another good year for the roses. It's been a good 
mattress on some bottom man Possessed like the devil like myself Now sing with the man For the roses already Some 
It is Monday. From 1 to 3 p.m. Who is this guy? Does he have a name? Does anybody know where he's from? From Parks Unknown. My name's Chris Horrific. I always wanted his character to be bigger than life. Ladies and gentlemen, it is without question the greatest sports and entertainment event of all time. Be a part of it. Monday. From 1 to 3 p.m the Parts Unknown show on 101.9 C-I-T-R Sometimes Cosmoses Collide Break your fingers!
Le Rain, L apostrophe Rain, not to be confused with a Canadian act called Le Rain, L-E space Rain, from last year's I Killed Your Dog album, that was New Year's Unresolution, and this Lorraine is the alias of Taja Cheek from Crown Heights in Brooklyn, New York, and I Killed Your Dog is a, her third album, riffs on the idea of a bratty anti-breakup record, the question is who is the dog? She does provide an answer. Behind me, from Austria, this is Harold Closer. And this is sort of the de facto main theme to the 1999 film The 13th Floor. Directed and written by Joseph Rusnik, based loosely on Daniel F. Galouye's 1964 novel Simulacron 3 and the German miniseries World on a Wire. The 13th Floor is about a virtual reality simulation of Los Angeles circa 1937, where a software CEO in virtual reality is moited. And a spoiler alert of sorts, the year 2024 is a factor in this film. Is it futuristic? The film is. Although virtual reality at this point has been substituted with artificial intelligence. And 2024... Is a futuristic year onto its own. Other films and TV shows set in this year. A Boy and His Dog. A lot of recent Marvel films. I can't even begin to recap them all since a lot of it is kind of time forward. Black Widow, Black Panther, Wakanda Forever are just two of them. Then you have Highlander 2, The Quickening. A.K.A. No one wants to talk about Highlander 2. There can only be one film. And then at least two Underworld films in that series. And as 2024 goes, well, new songs are, are already coming out. I still have to fully go through the new Kali Ukis album, Orchiedis, but it's super strong. Perhaps I'll get something in for next week's episode of Exploding Head Movies. But uh, we'll start with Jamie XX from the band The XX, and this single comes from a Chanel Coco Crush campaign. If you're curious, The XX are back in the studio working on their fourth album, their first since 2017's ICU. Although the various members have been putting out some solid solo material in the time being. Here's Jamie XX with a 2024 single. This will be It's So Good. My name is Gak. You're listening to Exploding Him Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Broadcasting from unceded Musqueam territory from the lower levels of the student nest on UBC campus. Or at least on the West Point Gray side of things. We're on Telesoptic, channel 7023, if you have that on your television sets. Otherwise, we're streaming live at www.citr.ca. Thank you. 
Hi, I'm Sukyun Lee, and you're listening to CITR 101.9 FM, yeah, in Vancouver. This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Oh, so, so. 
From last year's album, Changing Channels, that was Pangea with Installation. One of those songs that just kept popping up throughout 2023 for me once it came out. First hearing it, tracking it down. Hearing it again, forgetting that I tracked it down, retracking it again. Just had to keep tabs of what was going on. Pangea is the alias of Kevin McCauley from London, kind of part of the post-dubstep scene there. Uh, the background from Sweden. This is Matti Bai. From last year's Between Darkness and White Snow. This is part two. Bai grew up improvising on the piano, performing live to old silent films before he realized, oh, maybe I'm actually a composer. And he's worked on various TV and film productions in Scandinavia, most recently for the series Young Royals. But he also worked on the... Tove Janssen biopic Tove in 2021. Hopefully you've been handling our darkness and white snow accordingly here. As a heads up of weather forecast for the next day here in the lower mainland of British Columbia. Involves a mixture of snow, rain, ice, depending on what temperature it is at what at altitude elevation you're at. So Prepare to buckle down, at least the polar vortex is done. All that cool air is moving eastwards. Of course, it's been kind of lurking for quite some time here, so... After a weird autumn and a pretty damp December, yeah, we get the frigid January. We'll see. place that can handle the snow is Montreal, and that's where we'll hear music for this next set. And we'll begin with Atsuku Chiba. Last year they put out the album Water. It feels like it's growing through the Mothlin label. And you will find this song there. This is Atsuka Chiba with Shook. I'm often.
In the beginning, there was thumb. Something strange and funky condensing out of the primordial ooze. Then, underground house parties and backyard raves. Stuff of legends still whispered about And now, the space barn blasts off, and Thumposaurus is ready to engage a new frontier in the Thumpiverse. Don't miss Thumposaurus live at the Biltmore Cabaret, January 18th, presented by MRG Live. Head to admitone.com to get your tickets now. From the 2023 album Performances, that was Land of Talk with Fluorescent Blood. This Montreal act led by Elizabeth Powell marks the band's fifth album. Beautiful stuff. As is what's behind me. This is the golden age of wrestling. And this is a single that came out a couple months ago, but it is one of the tracks that will appear on the forthcoming album, Scorpion Deathlock. This is The Chauffeur. The Golden Age of Wrestling had a record release party for this album this past weekend. It's a side project that devours Jeff Kincaid 
And Devourers will be opening up for Thumposaurus this Thursday, January 18th at the Biltmore. As we heard with the promo, MRG Live presents this fun show. And yes, prices, times, where to get tickets, all that you heard. But yeah, emit1.com is where you can find out. So, Thumposaurus and Devourers together, Thursday, January 18th. Now, we talked about two orders of CITR to business. CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. For those aiming for the accuracy of what this radio station is called. And uh, on Wednesday, January 17th, but bleeding a little bit into the 18th, it's time for one of the great annual events in this radio station, along with radio in general, and then art and noise, because it will be 24 hours of radio art in honor of the Fluxus celebration of the birthday of art itself, which happened that day soon to be 1,061,000 years ago. I, again, am participating, so there's a two-hour segment with the usual density. A little bit more droney this time, but, of course, as I listen to it, there's four channels of different activities, so every minute will be something different. So from 1 to 3 p.m. this Wednesday... Experience my mere segment of the 31 hours of radio art, since there's a lot of contributions that went into curators Beppe Crispin's work. So starting midnight and going to Thursday, January 18th at 7 a.m. But otherwise, coming up soon on the radar, well, it's the month of February, which means Fun Drive is on its way. CITR's annual fundraiser to keep things humming along at the radio station starts February 1st and goes to the 8th. Our goal is $20,000, and the theme is saying yes to CITR, as though it was a Vegas elopement and a wedding on the run. So the website will soon be updated with the appropriate information, so dig out those loose bills, check the couch for change, because Fun Drive 2024 will be here in just over two weeks time since we're talking concerts things are slowly picking up again and uh, there's at least one to talk about here this week and that's Avalon Emerson the Arizona based producer and DJ and the DJ portion will be activated this Sunday January 21st at the Paradise which is a great venue in Chinatown it's an early show. Doors are at 7. Opener is Cooper Saver. Final ticket round is underway through Resident Advisor at $27.25, plus the usual service charges. Avalon Emerson's debut album came out last year called Avalon Emerson and the Charm. And this follows in the wake of a decade of EPs. Beautiful stuff here. Here's Avalon Emerson with Dreamliner.
On January 17th, CITR 101.9 FM presents our annual 24 hours of radio art programming, featuring innovative approaches to music and sound. Hello everyone, you're listening to Radio Australia, the overseas service of the Australian Broadcasting Commission, calling from Melbourne in Victoria. It's 24 hours of spoken word, ambient, drone, field recordings and sound walks, collage, technical support calls, voicemail fails, sound art, and noise. Listen live on CITR 101.9 FM or online at CITR.ca. Thought of dancing and swimming with 
Nico Paolo, off her self-titled album that came out in 2023, we heard Time. Portuguese Newfoundlander, grew up near Lisbon, was born in St. John's. Spent some time in Toronto with the singer-songwriter Tim Baker, but they both moved back to Newfoundland and Labrador. Toronto is also home to the act in the background here. This is new music from the ambient project Kilometer Club. This album came out on New Year's Day. It's called Nightwalker. Kind of marking how it is to walk in the dark in the cold. This is called Took and Parka. Let's talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase, download, or streaming this week. Do note that a good many of these may be out already, because sometimes the lists I have post things retroactively. That's something that came out, so do check with your favorite record store or where you find your music online. This list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. New releases go. Wolfgang Frisch's music from Animals coming out through Plasmayor. Russ Ballard's score to Beyond the Beach, The Hell and the Hope. They'll be independently released. Bring Him to Me. It is scored by Frederick Aviedman. That's coming out through Kaleido Sound. Ricardo Ormesi's music from The Complex Forms will be independently released. The miniseries Cristobal Balenciaga, scored by Alberto Iglesias. So I should pronounce that more Spanish instead of Italian. That's coming out through Hollywood Records. Ryan Katner and Brett Morse's music from Destroy All Neighbors. That's coming out through Sub Pop. The latest part of the Marvel TV universe. And hopefully things are on the up and up since Marvel had a pretty rough 2023. This is a spinoff from the Hawkeye series. It's Echo. Dave Porter wrote the music for it. That's coming out through Hollywood Records. Some consideration for Oscar season, as that is looming in a couple weeks' time. There's a vinyl edition of John Carney and Gary Clark's music from Flora and Son coming out through Lakeshore Records. Two songs are on the shortlist for best songs, so we'll see how that goes. Anna Meredith's music from The End We Start From is coming out through Mercury Classics and Soundtrack and Score. The Hunger Games prequel, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes. The soundtrack's coming out through Interscope. Dominic Lewis and Guillaume Roussel's score to Lift is coming out through Netflix Music. Oracle, music by Jermaine Stagall, it's coming out through Backlot Music. Chris Bauer's music from Origins coming out through Lakeshore. The video game Prince of Persia, Lost Crown. First time I've heard that video game in many a year. The music's done by Gareth Coker and Mentrix. It's coming out through Ubisoft. Then... Batista Leno's music from the TV series La Storia is coming out through Cam. Adrian Casales' score from La Tête Froide is coming out through Plaza Mayor. Spencer Hutchings' music from Which Brings Me to You is independent release. That's the same story with Daryl Donovan's music from Warblade and Pablo Fu's music from When Evil Lurks. On the re-release front, the TV series Blood and Treasure, score by Kyle Newmaster is coming out through CBS Studios. The Butterfly Queen, music by Dimitrios Alexander Kranidis, independently released. There's a limited edition of John Debney's music from Cutthroat Island coming out through Quartet Records. They're also putting out a limited edition vinyl of Ryushi Sakamoto's score to Emily Bronte's Wuthering Heights. The animated series Gravity Falls, soundtrack by Brad Breek, is coming out through Walt Disney Records. And then La La Land Records putting out these next two soundtracks George Martin and their associate with James Bond 
In honor of the 50th anniversary of Live and Let Die, George Martin scores coming in an expanded limited edition through La La Land Records. And then John Barry's score to Octopussy is coming out in an expanded limited edition in honor of its 40th anniversary. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Let's try to get through some of this music rapidly here before we get into our profile on the driver. We'll head to Montreal again with La Securité. They're a bilingual art punk act. And last year they put out the album. <laughs> last year they put out the album Stay Safe. And maybe I need to slow down or else I'm not going to talk normal. La Securité with Anyway.
You're listening to C I T R 101.9 Vancouver God damn it baby no I ain't lying to you I'm only gonna tell you one time A groin grabbingly great station Listen to Exploding Head Movies on CITR 101.9 FM. Thank you. If I have to ditch you, I've got to admit That you've got a way of getting under my skin And I didn't know at the time that you said the thing that I really regret When I lay down and let you in my mouth All I could think about was our first house It wasn't the prairies but you said it was
Vancouver's Kylie V. Latest single by the Vancouver Act. That was the single Anomaly. And Kylie V, they will be headlining a show at the Pearl, which is 881 Granville this Friday, January 19th, as Moto Live and I Am the Eggplant and Program present Kylie V, along with Loon and Dawson Ghoul. It's an early show. Doors open at 6.30 p.m. Tickets are still available through ticketweb.ca for $19.70. And please bear in mind, it is a 19 and older show. Behind me, this is Sean O'Riata, Patty Maloney, and the Chieftains off of a 1980, 1987 compilation featuring all manners of their film music called Film Cuts. This is the love theme from Stanley Kubrick's 1975 film Barry Lyndon, based on William Makepeace Thackeray's 1844 novel of the same name about an Anglo-Irish rogue's attempt to climb the social ladder by marrying a rich widow, but then runs into problems as his plot unravels. Stars Ryan O'Neill, Marissa Berenson, Patrick McGee, and narrated by Michael Horden. And Barry Lyndon featured innovative uses of long double takes, or long double shots. Lighting done purely by natural light and candles, and then emulating paintings by William Hogarth. It was panned at the time for being slow and cold, but, you know, it's a Stanley Kubrick thing about critiquing what's happening with humanity, but it has had an improved reputation over the years, and it won four Oscars in 1976, including Best Scoring, Original Song Score, and Adaptation of Scoring. The Adaptation Score category has disappeared over the past few decades. But there was a time where they marked sort of music supervision, and there's plenty of folk and classical music there. Ryan O'Neill was his own kind of rogue, a handsome amateur boxer in L.A., but his family moved to Germany, where he struggled at school, so his mom got him some work on a TV show that was being filmed there. That's where he worked as a film stand-in, an extra, and a stuntman. And upon moving back to the United States, worked on many a TV show in the 60s, and he had a breakout in 1970 for appearing in Love Story. Appeared in many films through the 1970s, and uh, had many wives, but uh, had problems with the kids and uh, <laughs> tumultuous life. And not picking the right film sometimes, and then romances fading and not being a great guy, being drunk and drugs and stuff like that. But here's some music from one of the films that I associate with him. 1978's The Driver, which was directed and written by Walter Hill. O'Neill stars as the nameless getaway driver for multiple robberies, as the police promises pardons to gangs if they can catch him in a heist that is a setup. Also has Bruce Dern, Isabella Adjani, and Rone Blakely, and no, no, no main character has a name, just associated with her job. 
The film was scored by Michael Small, a New York-born composer known for films like Clute, which I do want to profile at some point soon, The Parallax View, the 1975 version of The Stepford Wives, the excellent Gene Hackman neo-noir Night Moves. Let's start talking over some music here. Uh, Marathon Man, Pumping Iron, which is how most people learned about Arnold Schwarzenegger. And I'll vouch for this weird TV adaptation, The Lathe of Heaven. You can find his score to The Driver on a 2013 release through the Kreitzerland label, which also features scores from two other films. Uh, another film called Black Widow, although this one's from the 1980s, and The Star Chamber. But from The Driver, here's Michael Small. And we start off with The Man. Thank you. 
From his score to the 1978 film The Driver, we heard Michael Small. First off with The Man, then we heard a little bit of some guitar, maybe lap steel, maybe resonator. Then we heard, yeah, it was Mercedes Prelude. And we closed kind of with the uh, entrancing cat and mouse. When The Driver came out, it was not, it kind of broke even in the North American box office, but it had a great reputation overseas. But over years, directors like Quentin Tarantino, Nicholas Vinding Refn, and Edgar Wright have cited Driver as a major influence in their career. And it's no coincidence that for the latter two, they had films called Drive and Baby Driver. And then, yes, as mentioned, Michael Small worked on many a film. And the ones I do want to highlight at some point in the future are Clutes, The Parallax View, and Night Moves. Uh, Small died of prostate cancer in 2003 at the age of 64. And yeah, Ryan O'Neill, the driver itself, had dealt with drug addiction, his own uh, abuse with wives and children, but he maintained uh, an affinity with a woman that he never married, but had an on and off relationship, that's Farrah Fawcett, who passed away a couple years ago. Ryan O'Neill passed, passed away on December 8th last year from congestive heart failure, and he was 82 years old. Good news all the time here. I know that there's a lot of things about facing death that are awkward, but in many ways we have to mark those who have left us to understand what we're working for. And, you know, as I mentioned when we talk about my friend Ryan Faulkner, there's a lot of things to celebrate in his life, and hopefully in this coming year we can dig up more of his favorites. But for now, that's going to be it for Exploding Him Movies for this week. Coming up in a few minutes, it's the Jazz Show with Gavin Walker. And he will guide you to around midnight, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of your Martin Luther King Jr. day evening. Tracklist and download will appear on www.citr.ca under Exploding Head Movies there. You'll find track listings, links to the podcast, and ways to reach out. So email radiofreegack at gmail.com, a Mastodon 100 air at mass.to. And yes, various other social mediums that occasionally allow CITR to promote itself. Next week, well, yesterday, January 14th, technically marked my 16th anniversary here at CITR, but kind of need to kick off the calendar year properly before I fet myself or feel like it. So currently looking at another profile on Ennio Morricone, and we're going to look at something a little bit more comedic, which is Duck, You Suckers. And then afterwards, well, the following day, the announcements for the 96th, I believe, Oscars will be announced, so then we'll get into Academy Awards season. As a reminder, 24 Hours of Radio Arp happens here on CITR this Wednesday, January 17th. I'll have programming from the 1 to 3 p.m. Pacific slots, all pre-recorded, and I'll eventually get that on the podcast server soon enough. Otherwise, we'll close with some Les McCann in the background here. This is him off 1973's album Layers. This is the fantastically titled The Harlem Buck Dance Strut. 
and that's him on the synthesizer here. Also has Jimmy Rouser on bass, Donald Dean on drums, Buck Clark and Ralph McDonald on congas, and everyone's doing a little percussion. And as Gavin said last week, um, Les McCann, fantastic jazz pianist, vocalist, and entertainer all around. Best known for his 1969 protest song, Compared to What? And he died on December 29th from pneumonia at the age of 88. Now, I originally found this track off of a Talking Verve compilation from the 90s when there was the acid jazz scene, but as far as I can tell, this song never appeared on Verve. This was tied to his time in the 60s on the Limelight record, especially in a bit of a Latin jazz type vibe here. So we'll go off of 1967's Bucket O' Grease. We'll hear Les McCann on the keys, Lee Katzman on trumpets, Plaz Johnson on tenor sax, elsewhere with a little bit of flutes, Lynn Blessing on vibraphone, Jimmy at Jorgen Tones on guitar, Leroy Vinegar on bass, Booker T. Robinson on drums, and a host of others on percussion. That's a famous take on Herbie Hancock's Watermelon Man. You have been listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please remember to keep calm, be kind, stay safe. Don't slip and slide on the roads once the snow and the ice kicks in. And most of all, in honor of Dr. King, be love and have dreams. We'll see you in seven days.